it's going to take people like me and others to really tell their stories in order for people to realize what's going on and to start recognizing the women that deserve to be recognized. Yo, 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 this is the podcast. Let's talk more. Do I'm your host, Lamar Griffin. And it was an absolute honor to be able to talk to AJ Andrews. What you heard her just say is without a doubt one of the truest things anyone's ever said on this podcast. And I've talked to a lot of brilliant, brilliant, talented, professional, um, some of the best athletes in the world on this podcast. And AJ, among the people that I've talked to on this podcast, which are predominantly men, um, but I've definitely had women on the show as well. Uh, AJ has to be top five athletes that I've ever had a conversation with in my entire life. And the thing about, uh, you know, what she's saying and what and what we cover in this podcast, it's like, I, I can't use this as a shield or, you know, it doesn't like justify it. But the fact I should have known who AJ was before I did, like the fact that the fact that if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know who AJ Andrews is, that's a problem. She's accomplished. Definitely back that up. Her numbers back that up. The award she won backs that up. Her performance. If you watch her highlights and watch how she moves and watch how she tracks the ball and watch the and watch the type of athlete that she is, it's undisputed on you know what kind of player that she is. And when you hear her talk, and I only got to talk to her on the podcast and watch you know a ton of interviews, you can tell she's a she's just a winner. Just that mindset, that mentality that she has is just. It's just beyond this world, but let's jump into the podcast. Uh, AJ is literally one of the best athletes on the planet, and I'm not talking female or male. She's just literally one of the best athletes on the planet. Uh, without further ado, uh, this is the podcast. Let's talk more do with AJ Andrews. Hope you guys enjoy. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm AJ Andrews, professional softball player. Uh, the very first woman to ever win a wrong gold glove, and you can just call me the Beyonce of softball. Boom, mic drop, boom, just drop the mic. Right there. Before just we like get, that. Before we get into everything, everyone listen to this podcast. If you want to see anything about AJ, her documentary just came out. So let's talk about that first. Knocking down fences. How was that? How was filming the documentary about, you know, your accomplishments? And, you know, I watched it at least two times. Just tell me, take me through how that was and, you know, what, like, just what that experience was like for you. Well, I think it was, for me, it was really important to have the documentary just because, I really wanted to make sure that everyone knew my story. At the end of the day, I think that women accomplishments definitely don't get the coverage or the appreciation that they should. And so I felt it was important for the world to know who AJ Andrews was, what she did, why it was remarkable, and why you need to pay attention, not just to me, but to all the women that have also won the award after me. Um, bring more attention to professional softball, which is something that a lot of people don't even realize exists. And so I want to just change the narrative. I think women, in order for us to garner the attention and the respect we deserve, we have to be loud about our successes and loud and obnoxious and continuing to say it loud and proud. Because I think at a certain point, you know, if you seem like you're being repetitive, you seem like you're harping on certain things, but no, I mean, 
if it was a man that had won the accomplishment or done the things that women have done as far as success, it would have been plastered all over the media. So it is our responsibility to make sure people actually it's our responsibility to demand that attention. And so for me, that's what the documentary was really about. Um, and it's really about just trying to inspire the next generation, really trying to inspire those that are currently right now working and succeeding in everything, but aren't getting the attention that they deserve. Um, you know, I just want to be another voice. So that was really the importance of making sure my story was told. That is phenomenal. I, I appreciate you going on the show. I, uh, for listeners, uh, we don't know each other. This is our first time chatting, but I'm a big advocate of the WNBA. I've been that way for, you know, a while on, on the women's side. Um, I was raised by my mom, my grandma, my aunt. So I'm just, you know, I'm for all women, everything. And then plus, uh, you know, WNBA, Tiffany Hayes is one of my heroes. She was from our city, from where I'm from. So like my first time, like seeing someone from where I'm from, like make it was, you know, Tiffany going to the WNBA. So like that for me, I've been on, I've been on this, this kick as of lately and, you know, the last four or five years on the same thing. It's like, how do we get women's sports and women's stars to where they should be and to get the light that they should get? I mean, it's a, it's a tough fight, man. What, what, what do you think that like people like, like, you know, me and like, you know, I work with a lot of NFL players. Like, what do you think if you could give advice to me and guys that kind of have some influence and have some power, what, like, what can we do to help the women's like the game, you know, other than, you know, I try to tell everyone and, you know, shout from the rooftop, but like, you know, what, what advice would you give to guys that, you know, want to help push the women's game, push the women's game. For sure. Um, I definitely think just being present, right? Having that presence. I think that you have these athletes, like um, I tribute LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. They're definitely people that are very vocal on women's successes. They make sure they shout out. And I mean, they, you know, they have daughters. Like it is important for them to make sure that the female voices are being heard and being seen. Um, and I think a lot of women have gained more traction because of that. Um, and, you know, and the fact is, whether we like it or not, we are going to need the help of men in order to change the way society views women. It's not just something that women can do alone. And it's going to take the voices. It's going to take the presence. It's going to take the action of our fellow athletes who don't, you know, they don't have the same mindset as these couch coaches that have these negative commentary right. that they, they have to these say guys about that couldn't even hang with you these guys that couldn't even like remotely even remotely as athletic as like you or any other women that they're talking trash about on on, on the internet right um so i definitely think that it's it's important in order for the men to continue to speak out i think it's be present at the games right make be have exciting be exciting um have fun you know make a wnba game look as luxurious as it is to go to NBA game, right? You're sitting courtside at an NBA game. It's like, you must have money, right? This right. is like something people may not even like basketball, but being courtside at an NBA game is a thing to do. Make it a thing to do at the WNBA too. Make it a thing to do at softball games. Make it a thing to do at soccer games. Like it should be the same amount of hype that is pushed around male sports. If the men can help us push that around the female sports, um, I think a lot of minds will change just because the males have so much influence in general that, you know, is going to help alter the way society has already pinned women. Right, um, right. I think a brand, Women Ball 2, um, that brand where they, you know, they have that basketball player and he wore the shirt, that immediately gained so much traction. Or with Players Tribune and their Bet on Women shirt. I you got have that, all these sh- I got that Bet on Women shirt. I'm wearing it to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> 
awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean, I just think those kind of things that are present, being able to, it's not always having to say something, it's just making a statement, right? right and you can right. make a statement with a shirt. No, um, so I, that's what I feel men can do. No, I love that, AJ. That is, that is, that is totally, totally correct and totally true, and I appreciate you giving me that because now I can – I can go back to some of the, I work with some amazing NFL athletes that like me, you know, my daughter's nine months, but before my daughter, my wife played college basketball. Like I said, I was raised by women. Like you don't have to have a daughter or, you know, to be, you know, to try to get into this fight. But definitely when you have a daughter like me and like some of the NFL players I work with, you want to, I don't want my daughter to have to, you know, play basketball and not be able to, you know, like the women I know now they play year round overseas. Same thing, you know, same, same thing with you. I saw from the doc, like you're, you're playing at the highest level. You're one of the best athletes in the world in your sport, and you have to have two jobs. I just, I, I just don't see how that makes sense for someone like as elite as you. You know, when you could just be focusing on your craft, kind of like how the guys in the NFL, NBA do. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's 100 a struggle, and it's not, uh, it's not right. You know, I mean, WBA players they make more money overseas than they do in America. Softball players, we also have to go overseas. Um, soccer players, you know, they're working. They have a little bit more benefits. They have, they make a little bit more money, but really not. They definitely don't make as much as the men do, right? Right. right. And I think the conversation that people like to have is that um, the men they have more viewers, right? They have more attention. That's why they make more money. And that's not actually true. So the oh, only and okay. first of all, it's kind of like a chicken in the egg situation where people continuously say, "Well, do we wait till they get more attention and then the media comes, or does the media?" actually create that attention right, right and i think right. with softball with softball as a specific example it is the media creating that attention will the women's college world series now being broadcasted the whole leading up to the world series with regionals and super regionals because it has been on espn the ratings for college softball have gone through the roof people watch women's college world series more than they watch the men's college world series the Women's College World Series had more viewers than one of the Monday Night Baseball games. Like, wow. it is now being the numbers, proven. Yeah, the numbers and are there. College, right. And college softball is now, what, the number four is, is makes money-making sport, revenue-generating sport That's in college amazing. sports. Number, number one for women. So I just think that it proves that if these networks that feel like they're taking a loss by – giving that attention to these women in sports, it's actually, it's not true. You know, give us some media attention, give us some credibility. And I think you can just watch us take off. Yeah. We're not asking for a lot. It'll come back on it. It'll be good. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Let's go all the way back now for the podcast listeners. Let's talk about you as a person, your accomplishments. You went to LSU. So shout out to LSU. Uh, They're in the national championship right now. If you, if you follow college football, but I ran track. I'm from Florida, so I ran track. So LSU was always like, you know, a dream school just for track and then football, softball, baseball. I mean, you guys are just good at everything. How was that? How was your college experience? How do you think LSU helped you, uh, you know, like get ready for everything that you're doing now? I mean, LSU is just, <laughs> I mean, I think when you think of a college experience, experience, uh, LSU is probably one of, the best schools to go to in regards to just the college experience, um, studies, as well as sports, right? We are just top, not the school always in that purple and gold, right? So I'm just, I love, (laughs) yeah, for me, I just think that going to LSU, which is an SEC school and 
just as competitive as LSU is with football in the SEC, it's the same thing with softball. Like SEC softball is the best of the best. And so you literally have, where you're playing, what, I mean, if you watch SEC games, it's literally number one versus number two in the, in the nation or number two versus number five. Like right, there's right. always going to be at least two to three top 10 ranked teams in the SEC. And so um, for me, it's just that competitive spirit. I mean, growing up, honestly, uh, what words that my dad spoke to me when I was younger when I wanted to get a scholarship. I played a lot of sports when I was younger, but I wanted to, I was like, I'm going to get a scholarship in something. And he always told me, well, there's always someone better. So you better work your ass off, right? There's always That's someone facts. better. That's, make shout, sure. out pops. shout out to Pops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, make sure no one works harder than you. And so for me, I mean, he told me that when I was like, I don't know, 10 or 11 years old. And those words were like, it was like haunting to me. Like at LSU, you know, I think the one thing that all my teammates, all my coaches can say about me is that AJ, no, she works hard. That's the hardest worker I've ever met. And it's not, for me, it's not a pride thing. Like I don't do it for that notoriety. I do it because I do it because I do not want to wake up feeling like someone worked harder than me yesterday. Like I genuinely do not like the feeling or the thought of that. Um, I would go to bed like after practice, after the whole day was over and um, thinking like, dang, somebody in California had two more hours to work than me. And that would literally push me to get up and go take, you know, one more hour of cuts in the cages. So for me, it's just about the grind and wanting to be the best and competing, competing in the best conference that really drove me. You know, you have to work in order to be great in this conference. You can't, you're not going to be a great softball player on a whim here. So for that's definitely why I would say um, how I am as a person, how I am as an athlete, why I work so hard because I want to be the best and I don't ever want to wake up feeling like someone works harder than me that day. Oh, definitely. Just, I mean, looking at the doc and I, you know, I was doing my research, doing my due diligence on you before, before the call. It's just, you seem like you just grind. I mean, it's just a straight grind. You're not the tallest. You look fast. I can't. I'm not gonna be like you're not the fastest because you you're fast. That's that's clear. <laughs> you're you're definitely a speedster. The podcast is about people that do what they say they're gonna do. People like you. People that actually put in work and you know go after whatever they want to go after. I mean, you you didn't just become this amazing player that you are right now, one of the best in the world without working. Like, how was that? Like, how did you get to? you know, where you are in, in terms of like the grinding, like the, the workouts, the extra work, like, could you, could you give us a little insight into that? Like before you got to LSU, like when you're in high school, I think I saw on the doc, your sister was talking about some things you were doing in high school, just like how hard you work. Like, like, was it just, that was just straight hard work or was, was there some other things that went into, you know, you, you being the athlete and the successful that you are now? Um, I definitely think it, I mean, it's a multitude of things where, you know, you have to work hard, but you have to take care of your body. You have to do your schoolwork. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to get a scholarship if I don't have the right grades. I'm not going to be able to, um, I'm not going to be able to perform no matter how hard I work if my body isn't taken care of. And so it's just really making sure that I've hit all my marks, that I've dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's. And I think a lot of times people think that lifting more is what's going to make you stronger, but no, it's actually being mobile. that's going to make you more, um, efficient as a player and so there's just a lot of different things I think that go into being an athlete that's why you'll talk you'll talk to any professional athlete right now and they do more than just work out right they do more than just even maybe what you think is typical as far as training for that sport a lot of the athletes cross train they do right, different right, sports to train for another sport 
um, because, you know, you really have to work different muscles. For me, I was a multi-sport athlete when I was younger, so it wasn't really difficult in order for me to kind of utilize muscles that maybe I don't use playing softball. I played basketball. I ran track. I was a cheerleader, so I was somewhat flexible. Yeah, so at the end of the day, always. me You're having – not messing around, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to – That's I was, cool. I loved everything. I've definitely tried every sport. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, I definitely, I just think it's important. I think it's important when you're young to play more than one sport, 100%. And I think that you have to be focused on what you want uh, as a child. You can't be, allow other things. I missed out on homecoming dances. I missed out on a lot of parties, but it's because I had a goal in mind. I know high school is fun. There's a lot of cool things to do, but I promise college is much more fun. Um, if you grind now, you can celebrate later. And that was just my mentality in high school. Preach. I'm going to drop like a cool sound after you said that, like something dope like that. <laughs> I mean, you're giving out knowledge right now, but that, that's real. That's true facts. I mean, I, I definitely, uh, not on your level, but when I was in high school, just getting the calls was the, was the only goal. Plus my mom said she was going to beat my butt, you know, if I didn't go, but just grinding to get the calls, it's, <laughs> it's such a different grind, you know, like when you, when you're trying to get to get to that, that level. And then once you get there, like you said, there's so many other people that's working and then, you know, you want to be the best. It's, it's such a, it's a whole experience in itself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's just, there's going, no matter what you do and how hard you work, there's going to be someone that is just naturally more talent than you at something. It's just going to happen. Like there's right. no getting away from that. You know, the, we only, that's why you talk about Usain Bolt or Michael Phelps. Like there's just certain people that are just freaks or LeBron James. Like right. those, they call them freaks of nature because the things that they do are not normal. And those people only come around, you know, every freaking, what, 10 years. Oh, like, yeah, they don't, that's not a normal thing. Uh, and so it's important to understand that there's always someone wanting to take your spot. And you, it's what you can do to make sure that never happens. Um, but one of my favorite things to tell kids is that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Facts. So you just have to make sure. It's, it's, you have to have your blinders on, right? Head down, focus on you. What did you do to get 1% better that day? If you focus on somebody else, then at the end of the day, you're going to be stressing and worrying about your progress based on theirs. And uh, it's, it's not, to me, that limits people's authenticity and that limits your actual growth. Okay. So I just, for me, it's keep your head down, stay focused on you, because while you think that they may have started off fast, you don't know if they're going to slow down going, you know, going further. You don't want to measure yourself based on someone else. If you start off slow, but you get to a certain point, you take off you end up winning. So it's just a matter of making sure you're focused on your journey and your grind because yours is going to be different from everybody else's. I love that. And, and what, uh, for everyone listening to the podcast, what AJ, what you, what AJ just said is it, go, it applies in business too. Like it, that, what you just said, keep your head down, focus, start, you know, start slow, finish fast, or you can start fast. Some people might like all that terminology st applies to business as well. And like other things other than sports. Oh, 100%. I mean, one of my favorite things to think about is, like, what if Rihanna never created Fenty Beauty because everyone has a makeup line, right? You're right. You're so I mean, right. in the reality, yeah, I mean, in reality, the what makes people different is that you are you. Like, that is your superpower. Nobody else is you. Um, at the end of the day, you want to make people your goal, your guides, not your goals. As soon as you make somebody your goal, you have um, automatically limited limited your growth you've automatically limited the length that you can reach because now you're just trying to succeed and get what those people have attained when you could go beyond that 
So for me, it's important to, yes, you can look at someone as inspiration 100%, right? Look at how they got there, what they did in order to be successful. But you make sure you utilize those tools to help create your own boat so that you can keep going, but do not try to build the same one. Um, I think that it's important to understand that everyone says, you know, trust the process. I don't, I don't like that saying. I feel like it's trust your process because Ooh, no one is going to have like the that. same thing. I like 100%. That. Trust your thing. Man, you are an encyclopedia of knowledge, okay? I appreciate that. For real. <laughs> so for the, we, we got to do part two. This is part one. For everybody listening to this, for AJ's people, for my people, this is part one. I don't think I'm going to get everything I want to get to with you on one podcast. So this is part one. Just no part two coming at some point in time. All right, before I let you go, please tell me about this award and what it means and how just everything about it. I, w- I want to know more about it. I watched the documentary. I did my due diligence on Google, but I want to I, I want to hear from you, you know, what the award means, you know, how, how do you win it, you know, just, just everything about it. Because it looks like something that, you know, doesn't happen a lot because it, it hadn't happened at all until you. Right. Yeah. Well, in Major League Baseball, so you win if you win a Rollins Gold Glove, you basically are the best defender in that position. So Rollins, they give nine to each position. So the best right fielder, excuse me, the best right fielder, best center fielder, shortstop, second baseman, and on and on. Um, But for professional softball, they were not giving us all positions. So it was literally the best defender, period. Like in all of pro softball, who were we going to pick as the best defender? And so in 2016, the first Rolling Gold Glove was given to me. So that was basically solidifying that there's nobody that can touch me when it came to defense. Hey, talk to talk to and, him, man. Uh, <laughs> talk, talk to him, man. Let's go. I'm so, uh, listen, I just think that, you know, a lot of times women, we're told not to brag, not to be um, rambunctious about our successes, but it is important to celebrate yourself because not everybody, and as I've learned as a professional athlete and a woman, if I don't celebrate myself, it's not going to get celebrated. Right. So Talks here we go. I love it, man. I love <laughs> it. But yeah, I mean, the award for me, it was just, I mean, it's another moment for uh, groundbreaking experiences for women in sports. It's being another opportunity to break the glass ceiling and allow women to have bigger ambitions and bigger goals. Uh, before 2016, right? No other woman had wanted. It wasn't, it wasn't, something that a woman could aspire to do when you talk to a young boys of course and be like yeah i want to win a wrong school glove when i'm older i'm gonna do this do that the fact that there's so many things that young boys can say that young women can't say it it really bothers me and i think that a gold glove is now one of those things that not only men can say women can now say too so that's the importance of it it's not just the fact that it's a dope award given to someone that has had extreme success on the field, but it's to me it signifies so much more, uh, and it signifies the fact that women can truly achieve and do everything that a man could do. It's not about trying to compete with men or do anything a man can do. It's about the fact that we are just as successful. We accomplish the same things. We put in the same amount of work, and we deserve the same respect. No, so that's are. that's why I feel it's important. I love it, man. I want to say thank you personally myself as a dad that's going to have my daughter I you know I wanted to play softball basketball but like you said you before before you she couldn't even have thought you know about winning that award but now that's something that you know I can be like hey you know 
read the, read this stuff about AJ. You know, who's AJ, Dad? Well, let me tell you who she is. She's the first woman to blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, that's crazy. Like, I, I never even thought about that. You Like, you really opened that door. So now that girls, generations after you can really be like, now I can try to be like her or, you know, or try to be better than you. They want to try to be better than you. Yeah, be poor, poor to be better than me. I don't want anybody to say I'm their idol. I don't, you know, I mean, I love that. Don't get me wrong. Right. I, like, I, that's what I live for, right? I want people to be inspired by me. But I want you to think, AJ, I want to be a better outfielder than you. I'm going to say, you know what? I want you to, I mean, at a point in time, <laughs> I'm not going to be, you know what I mean? I'm, my time is going to end. There's going to be someone after me. And I want that person to have thought of me as I want to be like AJ Andrews, but better. Right. Yeah, I want right, you to right. have, I want that to be what people say. I think it's important that people say that, you know, if you grow up and you say, I you know, think about even Naomi Osaka where she's freaking playing Serena Williams, her idol. Right. And you have her coming up and she's like, Oh, I just want to be like Serena Williams. Now you're in front of her and you have an opportunity to beat her. No, right. I want to be like Serena Williams. <laughs> But, but better, better. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Right. Like that—that's that. Just—that just has to be your mentality. No disrespect, completely no, humble. Course. But at the end of the day, you in order to be mindset. successful, yeah. uh, it's a dog eat dog world, and you have to feel like you are the best, and no one can beat you in order to reach the top. It's a dog eat dog world. Eat or be eaten. I mean, it's one of the two. <laughs> exactly. Especially, I, I mean, in pros. And if you're a woman, it's definitely hard because a lot of people, the opportunities just are not there for women. Oh, not even And if remotely, you want to get noticed. Not even remotely. Right. All right. Well, before I let you go, the podcast is called Let's Talk More Do. People listen to this podcast are people that inspire to, you know, do great things. They want to get their journey started, whether that be in business or sports. Do you got any advice for someone that's, you know, just looking to just go after whatever they want to go after? What would you tell them? Um, I would tell them that, there's someone less talented than you. There's someone less driven than you. There's someone that does not have all the capabilities that you have that are succeeding and winning just because they decided to go for it. And when you think about that, it literally makes you realize there's absolutely no reason why it hasn't begun. Um, your day one can start whenever you want it to start. And your day one is going to be the beginning to the rest of your life. I think that uh, you know, you on YouTube and there's people that, I mean, there's a child making millions of dollars for reviewing toys. Right. Hey, let's be honest. <laughs> you have, you have to understand that whatever it is you're talking about, somebody wants to hear it. Right. So right. you go ahead and you start, you just start doing what you want to do and you market to the market that you want to advertise to and you just go. It may not take off in year one. It may not take off in year two. But just like with Lizzo, right, or any, or a lot yeah, of artists, no, yeah, a lot totally of people right. in general, the things that they're doing in the first two years don't even take off till the third. You just, like I said, head down, focus on your journey, and don't stop. AJ Andrews, people, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be on the podcast. I haven't confirmed yet, people, but that part two is going to be coming because I got a lot more questions for you that can't even be answered in the how long have we been talking? 25 minutes that we've been talking. I got a lot more for you. <laughs> Perfect. Can't wait. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. You have a very good day, and thank you so much again for coming on the show. You are so welcome. AJ, take care. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.